We're live with hey. Queen and MJ. We are, and I haven't turned anything off. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just in here pretending oh, like I don't have work to do. Oh, I mean, you're you're doing work. I mean, I would. I don't know what you're doing. Over there. I was actually doing work. <laughs> I was looking at a work email or text message here. Um, getting clarification on some stuff that we were talking about earlier, um, you and I, and, uh, so yeah, we were cleared up on that and, uh, I'm going to, I'm, am I late yet? No, no, not yet. Okay. Let's get lit. Let's get lit. Um, if you never want to hear me sing again, someone could help us out with some intro music. Or eventually I'm just going to do it. We're going to just do it ourselves. <laughs> Let's see if, um, if I'm going to send a message and say, come watch us. And, uh, and this person, um, Okay, so there we go. Hopefully, was we've talked to somebody that could possibly that that possibly might want to um, might possibly want to uh, do our intro song for us. Okay, same one that we were talking to previously, possibly. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm. I mean, that would be really cool being that like I you know understands the personalities the the person like style the person we talked to most recently the one we talked to most recently they're doing some other work with us that we can't talk about yet yes okay well <laughs> Stay tuned for more of that uh, vagueness. Um, if, um, if you're watching right now, please uh, like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. Make sure you tell your friends that we're here. Um, we're going to be talking about some of the headlines, some post-Thanksgiving stuff. And also, today is the last day of November, so we wanted to wrap it up with some um, epilepsy awareness um, as well. So that's the plan for the show today. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I was going to try and uh, jump onto uh, my Facebook and also make a, a post that we are live. We are live. Um, <laughs> and uh, if you want to find us, I mean, I love that solo link that you gave me because I don't, I mean, I know it was always on our Insta, but I don't know why it just didn't dawn on me to transfer, move it over. But I added that to um our post earlier and of course i give the links to the youtube and the um and the uh twitch because those are easy those are the easiest, um, ones. Those are the easiest to just you know, find us and then uh but that solo link really is nice because the instagram is there the tiktok the all the 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 buzz solo.to slash cannabis closet 420 that's our Sorry, it's like a link tree. If you guys know what link tree is, it's the same thing. It's just a different platform. Um, and with that being said, we're also on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. That's not on the link tree. I, I had to make the edit because I was like, find us here through the link tree. 
or through the solo and you had even said that um, the Apple and the Google is not on there um, for whatever reason. <laughs> and I haven't so, put them on there yet. That's why. Oh, oh, okay. So it can be on there. When I, just, I, when, I, I um, when I created the solo originally, we didn't um, have either one of those platforms yet. So that's why I didn't put them on there because they weren't. Ooh, they didn't exist. Moving on up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we got up, um, for uh, for. We got, and then we got picked up for Apple and, and Google. Like that. We have some exciting things coming up um, uh, this week. This week yes. we do. We have uh, Witchy Wednesday that we're going to do. Witchy Wednesday. This is exciting. Um, I, and, and you might be asking yourself, what is Witchy Wednesday and what does it have to do with the Cannabis Closet podcast? Um, <laughs> and, spiritual motherfuckers. That's what it has to do. Yeah, we we are believers of manifestation of uh, energy and light work, and also you know understanding that there's also you know shadow work uh, being done. Uh, but you know we're gonna bring on some um, some women who have different talents. In, all women, all women uh, in talents in the um, metaphysical. Um, I don't know if you call them arts or realm or, uh, but we'll clarify when they get here on Wednesday. Yeah, I'm super excited. We, a um, couple people, you know, one from the high council, which is what we started all of this, uh, you know, kind of talk and um, what we've kind of geared work Wednesday to is to uh, talk about the high council and what y'all are doing um, as a group and um, get to know the different creators and players that you guys, uh, you know, that make up this awesome you know, we want to get that word out too, just as, you know, so it's this uh, great. We would like to bring on um, more members of the high council right now is a slow time right now because everybody's in their holiday stuff and um, kids are home and all this stuff. So it is kind of a little hiatus E, but also, um, you know, just take some time out to get to know a couple of these individuals um, and follow them on their endeavors because they're interesting people. So, so witchy Wednesday, uh, came along with one of the high council members and uh, a couple of other, other, um, connections just through witchy Christy. And then, um, I apologize for not knowing her last name, but, um, Shannon is going to come on. I don't know her TikTok name either. And I need to we're going to know all of that by Wednesday, I promise. And then a young lady that we recently um, have had the pleasure of um, seeing and uh, experiencing her vibe. I mean, she's dope as fuck. Um, and her name is Evolving Empress on Instagram. And... It is, hold on, I wrote it down. On TikTok, it is, did I write it down here? I thought I would have. I did write it down though. Give me a second. I'm fairly certain I did. It is lovely Pisces 317, I want to say. I knew the Pisces was in there. She was great. She's, uh, She's I, I can't wait to uh, energy was time with her personally. And 
Yes, I'm um, definitely, um, I definitely want to get a reading um, done probably before or after the show. Um, and um, then Shannon does something with, with rods that I'm not really familiar with. So she'll have to explain that to us. Um, we want to talk about the good that we see in light work and how it can be um, really positive and lead us into the right directions in our life. But we also want to talk about the bad and the ugly stuff too, because there are people out there who are saying that they are light workers who actually don't, you know, they say they can do things that they can't do. They convince people that they are something that they're not. Um, and so we're, we're going to talk about those things too. It's kind of Maybe like another version of that uh, snake oil salesman or uh, yeah, basically saying, um, but in terms of um, the way that yeah. it's presented. I want to say uh, this. It's being done. You know, it's, it's being yeah. done on social media for, um, you know, in some cases monetary and some, you know, that's the thing is that, you know, there are light workers that they are being compensated for their talents, for their, yes. you know, and there are different aspects of it. I was listening to one, you know, uh, people don't, you know, when you see psychic and, and it just got such a stigma itself. Um, we did that. The nineties did that. We did <laughs> yeah. that. Yes. And so to, um, get to hear or get to listen in on uh, different uh, connections, different ways uh, you know, people receive and are able to um, you know, move the energy around or talk to um, the angels or spirits that are around them that are guiding you know, their readings. So right. um, there are different aspects and, and how we're guided and how we're connected. So I'll tell you, I've, uh, I, you know, I'm friends with Witchy Christie. I've not had a reading from Witchy Christie. Oh, and that's not true. That's not true. She did, uh, just, uh, like a, a small reading for me on a day when I was like, ah, I need somebody to tell me, you know, like, can, can you pull a card for me kind of thing? Um, but it wasn't like a full reading. And I, again, I'm not, I just met, um, can we say met via text and via video? Um, Shannon is her last name P. Do you know her TikTok address? Um, and I just spoke with her, but from what I understand, she uses rods to do readings, which I'm not super familiar with. And, um, and I heard about her through others. But what I was, um, we were, um, talking about this, and I said that, um, you know, we, we might want other guests on. And then I was in a place where I haven't, I've been kind of coming back there a little bit, but I haven't been there a lot, especially in lives and stuff is TikTok. I, I was there. I just showed up there and this, this woman's live shows up on my feed. Now I don't follow her or anything. It just shows up and her energy was palpable. It was she was in my kitchen. She was doing a reading for somebody else. And I felt like she was doing a reading for me. Like, I was like, what is happening right now? I felt so <laughs> connected to her. You know what I'm saying? It was like a weird, this doesn't happen often for me um, to be connect. Well, I mean, 
I connect with certain people, but like in that way where I like, I did not know this person. I have not taken time. Like, you know, she just, she was, she showed up when I needed her to show up. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I'm excited about having her on a Wednesday. I'm um, very excited as well. So that's our Wednesday show, y'all. Uh, tune in, share. Um, if you're listening to this later, uh, thanks for catching us later. It really helps us out. Um, and uh, you know, keep sharing and keep uh, letting everyone know that we are live every Monday and Wednesday at 4.20 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's 3.20 on the West Coast, and that's... 520 central and that's 620 on the east coast you guys write that down and then just like put it next to your computer so that you know put a notification on set this yeah. smartphone i i have an alarm on my own phone that i have a show i wanted monday. to say i knew her last <laughs> name <was Paris. laughs> even though we talk every was... monday morning at 409 my clock goes off and says it's showtime <laughs> yes um, I, yeah, so I have the alarms on my clock too. I mean, obviously we have to be, we have to be here. We don't have any choice. Shannon Parrish, uh, dot three, 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 three is, um, her TikTok handle. It's 433. So look at there. Um, and so if you, if you, um, guys want to go check out, um, some of these individuals prior to them coming on the show on Wednesday, um, definitely do that. I def highly recommend it. I'm super excited. We're going to cover light workers in a very positive light. And uh, also we're, but like, we always, we always want to, oh man, I just got a big smile on my face. I know that's super exciting. Um, uh, we all, we <laughs> I lost my train of thought. I, uh, <laughs> we always want to, uh, you know, navigate through the bad and the ugly stuff too, because that stuff exists in everything that we do in this life. So it's best for us to try to recognize it so that we can recognize the good versus the bad and not get, you know, the wool pulled over our eyes. Holy shit. <laughs> so well, with that right being now. said, uh, I think we're ready to dive right into uh, our show today. Um, oh, welcome to the Cannabis Closet Podcast, everybody. Canna Queen? I am Canna Queen and MJ. this is MJ. Oh, I did it. I almost did it wrong. You saw I almost did it wrong. Um, so, and today's show, we, uh, it is the end of November and November is, um, epilepsy awareness month. And so we're stealing, uh, factoids from our friend, uh, Kev, and he's joining us today, uh, to wrap this, uh, wrap this month up, up, even though it need, we need to be aware all day, every, every month, uh, every day, go away every after month. the month of November. Um, and so. Let's go ahead and bring uh, bring our guests in. I'm going to um, also, I'm just going to shoot a text to let people know that we have this special guest because, um, because I feel like some people might have questions for you. So we'll, we'll just. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead yeah, go and bring him in. Bring him in. I'm going to bring uh, Skunkle Kev in and. Uh, What's up? What's up, ladies? How are you? Thank it's good you to so see you. How are you doing? Yes, and uh, especially with knowing uh, how y'all have been uh, at home. Thank you for you. Know, no worries. To your fam no for uh, giving yes, us thank you. Time. Thank you, Tiff. Thank uh, you. Yeah. We love you. Love you. It's and all good. Sending you guys good vibes. Um, 
Let's see. So introduce yourself, Kev. Um, we, we are, we've been um, about epilepsy and getting a little yeah. thing in this past uh, couple weeks. And so we're so happy to have you here. And uh, thank you very much. Sandra. Thank you. And, and Canon Queen, thanks for having me as well, too. Um, I'm here pretty much because like, number one, I want to thank you guys for, you know, the mission you went on this month of really, you know, spreading awareness about epilepsy. It's kind of a disability that flies under the radar for lack of a better term. And um, I'm happy to see some light being brought to it. And I appreciate it on many levels from a medicinal cannabis uh, point of view. And also from a friend point of view, to be honest with you, it, it's, it's very sweet that you guys are doing this. And I hope more people uh, follow your lead and at least spreading awareness about it. So thank you very much. Um, briefly about myself, I will just say uh, I, have had, I have a cannabis background for in a legacy market for about 15 years now. Um, I currently work on the uh, legal side of the market now for many different uh, things that I that I involve myself in. Um, I uh, I'm I like how vague we all keep it. Like we came on here, like we got some very, stuff. Uh, this person that we talked to. No, 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 no problem. I'll, I'll <laughs> no, we did it too. We did it. Don't make me we nervous. did it too. So, yeah, we did it when we started nervous, the show. So. We were like, and we're doing this thing, but we can't tell y'all about it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. So I, uh, yeah, some things I want to tell you guys about. I uh, obviously, uh, Farron MJ, I NDA signed and stuff like that. I'd love to share with you guys, but I cannot do that at this moment. But um, uh, I've been in the market for a while. I am a certified endocannabinoid specialist by the American Journal of Endocannabinoid Medicine and Cannabis Science and Technology. Um, I will say this, there's less than 12% of us floating around America right now, including doctors that are in study right now. Um, I say that as a lesson, not as a brag of anyone who says that. I don't say that to bolster or to talk about myself. I say that in regards to, I hope everyone else out there goes after the information that we deserve as medical cannabis patients and moving forward. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. And well, so this gonna, was something we're that gonna, you, we're going to actually bring you back when we decide to have a sit down and actually talk about the endocannabinoid system. And thank you in detail. I think that would be an interesting show and, and a long show. Yes. I mean, you have to talk about parceling it up into sections. Like sections. that's how, that's how, I mean, and again, this information is available and you were able to get certified not being in, in the medical industry side Correct. of it. Um, and so that's, uh, again, we can all do something to increase our knowledge about our bodies. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I agree. And MJ, people like us and, and, and Farah, like we can be um, bridges of information for people that sometimes don't want to talk to a doctor or things of that nature. And uh, if I'm allowed to say, like, I very much respect the medical community, but they're taught by book and by what drug reps tell them. Yeah, and you know stigma. I mean? Yeah. So, you know. Not their fault or anything like that, but doctors learn a discipline to then, you know, that's why it's called practicing medicine. So, <laughs> yeah, so your background is that you are epileptic. You have epilepsy. All my life. Yes. I was diagnosed um, with epilepsy when I was 18 months old, but I showed signs of it the third day I was born. Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yep. Um, I've been uh, living with epilepsy now. Because like I said, I just turned 41 yesterday. So happy um, birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you for the birthday. So, um, yeah, I've lived with it all my life. It did go dormant when I was 12 years old to about 18 years old, where I, oh, I very wow. much flourished and flourished in life. But it was always um, kind of around on the back of my head. And then in, in college, it came back uh, with a vengeance. And um, I've been just do learning to know, live with Do they know why that happens? Yes, yes. Um, so pretty much with a person like me, I was, I was born with a brain deformity in the back of my head. So it was not... 
I have no blunt force trauma. I wasn't dropped as a child. Like all the, all the stories that, that you really hear or anything like that. I've had no blunt force trauma to my head. There's no, um, in my DNA genome, there's no even that I would signal for in my family or anything like that. Um, one person in my family did have epilepsy before me, but that was after a fall. So that wasn't yeah. really that, you know what I'm saying? So it couldn't right. go there. I just, um, I jokingly always try to say, and for anybody that's listening and MJ and, and Queen know I use comedy to kind of at times. So like, you know, I just hit the genetic lottery ticket. You know what I mean? So, you know, but um, yeah, I've been living with it and, you know, I've had a good life. It's been a rough life here and there, but at the same time, you know, I get to do meet they, good people and do good things. Do doctor, can doctors tell you why it goes dormant and then comes back? Is it because yeah, of the way? Um, especially in teenagers, um, believe it or not, uh, puberty can be a huge reason as the brain is truly, as the brain's truly developing from the ages of 12 to 18, you know, that with the chemicals in your body necessarily, like exactly system and and how you're, you're growing and whatnot. Um, exactly. Were you continue medication while you were on it? Like, did they have you on a regimen? Like, and has it changed? Yeah, so I was on a regiment um, up until I was about, if I remember, I was 11 or 12. Don't quote me on the exact year, but I was 11 or 12 when I was able to be weaned off of medication for a few years. And when it came back when I was 18, 19, I was directly put back on medication. So I've, I've known a few years of, of you know, of not, not having to be medicated, not taking medicine and things of that. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's been a wild ride you know, back and forth and please feel free to ask me anything. I'm sorry if I don't, you know. So when did you, when did you, um, uh, when did you become familiar with cannabis and how it could help you with, with your epilepsy? Great, great question. Um, so I of one did, was not aware of cannabis being, um, in any way, shape or form beneficial to my, to my epilepsy. My father out of, reading a study once on a plane, went to Library Congress, Washington, D.C., just started looking up things about seizures and stuff like that. And he found studies from the 70s and the 80s that were done in the Middle East and also other European countries that showed some effects of cannabis directly CBD, because we had known from the 80s at that point that CBD was starting to be around. We just didn't really know how to control it or what it was really doing, what, you know, we didn't have Ethan Russo at the time. So, you know, like it was, it was, it was a new world for many people. Um, But there were some tests that were showing that it was to it. So when I was about, when I was re-diagnosed with it in 18, I I full blown had, had epilepsy again, not just a one single seizure that um, we started talking about it. We went down to library Congress. I looked at it. I mean, did I like weed? I mean, did I like cannabis at the time? Did I enjoy it in in a recreational area? Yes, I did from time to time, but I I still never looked at it as a medication in any way, shape or form. I thought I'd always be doomed to pills, to be honest with you, and always be on pills. So when I was about 19, 20 years old, I started throwing some seeds and some soil just to see what would happen here and there. And um, I started to just learn through different at the time, we didn't really have what everybody's spoiled with right now. Right. You had what you <laughs> had. strain variety. Not what you got. Right. Not what you got. Yeah, I mean, what you got was what you got. But in the area of like, you know, when Hyd- when Dro was really starting to come out, I started to know a difference in my health. And like when we were able to grow higher, higher yielding medicine that was just 
a little bit more full spectrum that we can get into in a little bit, but it was just more of a broad case. I knew it was there from the studies, but I didn't know what it was, guys. You know what I mean? I, could, I couldn't stick my finger on it. I couldn't point a finger at it and really do that. And um, I just kept up my reading throughout the years of anything that was published about uh, medical marijuana at the time that everyone always wanted to call it. And, you know, just what was going on in other countries, what was going on in California in the 90s. Um, it was just a, it, it was really just a time for me to explore what was, what was best for me at the time, because, um, historically neurologists will tell you, you know, just take this, take this, take this. If that doesn't work, we'll take that for you. Or we got this for right. you. We got that for you with someone like me, who's idiopathically intractable epilepsy. Intractable means incurable. There's no cure. <laughs> there's no medicine. There's no surgery. There's nothing on God's green earth right now that we know of will cure me of my seizures. But to deter and keep my brain safe and lessen my seizures, cannabis has been the key, most definitely. Um, I came to that conclusion probably about 12 years ago. You know what I mean? Um, I guess I've been a medical cannabis patient on the books for, I don't know, eight years, nine years now, something like that. I, I truly mm -hmm. don't know the year I, I, anymore. It's somewhere It's somewhere around somewhere there. Somewhere back there. Yeah, but um, as a cultivar, I, I definitely learned different strains to grow. Um, been blessed by many different mentors, and that's kind of like where it came from. Sorry to get in the weeds there, guys. I feel like I'm talking too much. No, no, so. you're good. We, so, we, okay. I get to hear all day and listen. Like, yeah. like, the more you <laughs> talk, the less we have to talk. And then, you know, you. and they got love you. it. Look at the comments are lit up right now. They're, so. they're actually, they got quiet for a moment, and then they started up again. <laughs> they were like all listening. Um, yep. So, um, you started growing your own when you were yes. younger. Yeah. Um, and then did you use it, I guess, because we didn't really have as much information back then. Um, I'm going to assume you used it as a smokable as. Yes, I did at all times. Yes, I did. I did not use yeah. it at the time. That's a great question Farron, in regards to means of method and things like that. Like, um, at, at the time, um, hash was a thing you know what i'm saying we could we could get the hash if you wanted that was for more a good time though i didn't know yeah. it's you know i had heard whispers of herrera but i didn't right. develop any time into it i didn't put my homework into it at the time nor material available to me to really get that that took just years of knowing a good dude from a dude from a dude from a dude you know what i mean to get yeah. that but that was more or less yeah it was definitely smoking smoking okay. is the best thing for Right now for my type of epilepsy, because of my CB1 or CB2 receptors, I always want the quickest method, the quickest method quickest. to my brain. Um, do I understand and really want to note smoking a foliage to my lungs at all times as a human being is good? No, it is not. I don't, I don't want to claim that. But for right now, for my delivery method and what's best for me, I, I choose mm -hmm. to smoke at this time. Yes. You keep yeah. it consistent also uh, you know, with edibles and or tinctures or? Uh... Yes. Great question. Great question. So um, I do choose to smoke in the times that I do not have the smoking available to me, MJ. I do use tinctures. I do use edibles. I do use um, an, any delivery method you guys can really think of. I have used. Um, I'll even venture in to say, I mean, some people are uncomfortable saying it to it, but there are suppositories out there for epileptics I that also for at the it. same time. And it's, I want to be very honest with you. It's my favorite thing to talk about. It is a life-saving thing for many people who have Lennox-Gott syndrome for things, people who have really, really hard types of seizures, you I know, know, and, you know, shout out Charlotte. I appreciate for what you guys did last show. So um, I'm just saying that, you know, 
um, it's not the most comfortable suppositories thing. great for um, organ illnesses, Crohn's disease and IBS as well. Ladies and gentlemen, just a Canadian company just released a suppository. I saw a headline on um, the MJ biz daily about a suppository company, um, you know, in Canada. So I and endometriosis ladies. Yep. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even know. There's the one company that does the, um, you know, they Foria. Say, yes, the Foria. Um, but, and before Foria, I know what, like once upon a time when Colorado first started, there was a company that was doing suppositories, helped so many patients. And then they, they got looped out with the licensing. Um, oh, I hate know, it that the licensing uh, pushed them out. Um, so. <clears throat> Are meds case by case or age by age or anything like that concerning children um, with autism and and or epilepsy? Um, sure. Especially with kids in absence of seizures, is there like a case by case thing or do we dose by age? I would say just based on my knowledge and experience, we are going to dose based on age size of the body and level of tolerance. So once you, cause uh, what, what we would do with kids is, is, is uh, increase their tolerance over time so that they could get a larger amount of cannabinoids being therapeutic and not getting them high is, is the goal. So, so we want therapeutic use of the cannabinoids in the medicine. And um, with kids, we know they're not smoking, they're using oils I want to speak to that a little bit because you and I have talked about this, but a lot of companies started pushing CBD because of um, Charlotte Figgy and her family and their fight. And then once CBD was recognized as a medicinal um, product for using used for epilepsy, because this is kind of where it started with Charlotte's web, uh, hippies disappointment is my, it's one of my favorite stories. I love it. I love that. They were like, this is shit. And then they they were like, Mm -hmm. Oh shit, this is amazing. (laughs) But, um, but, uh, let's talk about, uh, isolates, CBD isolates and the difference between using an isolate and using a a whole plant or, um, many cannabinoid model. Sure. And Farah, if it's okay to piggyback off the question, another yeah. thing with, with kids especially and traditional medicine thinking does cross patterns with cannabis right now, 10 milligrams per dose right now. Um, in, re- in, in regards to children you build right to now. want to that too. Correct. And in, in regards to, to children with epilepsy right now, there are a lot of different options in regards to different delivery methods right now for children in regards to CBD methods. And specifically, I will say Epidiolex. We can go a little further into Epidiolex down the, the woods, but Epidiolex is a CBD-based medication that was approved by the FDA, um, I want to say three or four years ago. You guys can definitely fact check me on that. I'm not 100 on three or four years ago, but um, I was one of the adult dummy patients on it. And I have really? experienced using Epidiolex. Interesting. The problem with Epidiolex is the problem with Epidiolex when it was first released was there was no dosing for somebody who's six foot three and two hundred pounds. I was sticking the needle in the thigh, like my in the thigh of me, you know, a little too much, and they really couldn't find my levels, you know, with my other medicines to go out. With children, Epidiolex is a little bit more. I would say a. a 
I think it makes people feel better because it, it, it kind of looks like an EpiPen. It kind of looks like um, something that you know the exact dosage of what you're giving your child. Is um, it, is it's it, FDA approved. It is an that. available. Yeah, it's an, an available medication. Is it injectable? Is it injectable? Yeah, you can literally just put it in the fat of your butt, your thigh, your stomach, something like that. It's just a quick tap, tap. Hmm. Yeah. That sounds yeah. like they're taking all the fun. <laughs> Now, there are oral solutions. There are oral solutions as well, too, to it. There are inhaler products. And once again, for children, especially who are having many, many bad seizures or about to have cluster seizures, things of that nature, suppositories exist as well, too, for that. Right. Um, Are those suppositories, I want to be very clear about this, are they cannabis-based? No, they are most likely Advent-based or, you know, Klonopin or something of that nature to stop the seizure right away. Mm -hmm. So. But there yeah. are cannabis-based suppositories. Yes, very and much so. Very much. Regardless so. of what's in that suppository, if you are a caregiver, prepare yourself. Yes, ma'am. Because um, you are going to have to administer that. If you're a caregiver to a child or an adult, if that person is in distress, you are going to have to administer their medication. Right. So right. keep that in mind. And you love I, that person. And I sometimes... They taught you to eat with a fork, and sometimes you taught them to eat with a fork. So just keep that in mind when you got to do stuff like that. I love y'all. Sorry, Queen. I don't want to override. No, it's I okay. Speak. I apologize because I, no, I, I agree with you. And um, like, I'll be very, very blunt about this. The main, the main ingredient of like, let's not lose. Shit. You know, everybody wants to say CBD, THC, you know, CNC. Right. Like, see, let's actually talk about what they are. We're talking about cannabidiol. Okay, and and if it's not a unique thing that only is to epidiolex, you know, CBD can be grown and synthesized in many different ways out of the cannabis plant. Oh, he, where'd your sound go? Hold on a second, we lost your sound. What happened there? Oh, wait, I think I heard you. Come back. Am I here? I'm sorry. Oh yeah, you're My, back. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad. Um, so what I was saying was, you know, really cannabidiol, you know, cannabidiol is not just unique to, to this company, you know what I mean? Cannabidiol and queen, as you know, you know, it's It's just right now it's all over the place where you can really get it. And what people have to remember about CBD and cannabidiol in regards to epilepsy is really it's anti-convulsant effect. It's not a silver bullet to just cure epilepsy. I mean, it's really true benefit is to really be an anti-convulsant effect, you know, both as an agonism and an antagonism to both the CB1 and CB2 receptors. What people kind of clear up and convolute is you're just trying to keep your brain channel clear because what a true seizure is, is the electricity being caught in the quadrant of one of your brains. So you just want to keep your brain at a certain... Oh, um, shit. You, you want to kind of keep your brain waves at a certain level where they're not really like either peaking, slowing. You want to be able to not, I don't want to say in a meditative sense, but you literally just want to try to keep your brain waves clear and calm at all times. That's why the clear channel that you want to really be looking at with cannabidiol and CBG is from the CB1, CB2 receptors to TRP1 to PPAR, and then the gross protein receptors of 55, 3, 6, and 12, 15. Pause. That's really what what really is being done there where <laughs> Farrah, you and I will, hold will hold on, sure. hold on. Oh. Yes, Pause. <laughs> You're not just talking to us. So we're going to rewind a little bit. Yes, Tell ma'am. everybody. Um, okay. Oh, we lost him. He's going to come back in a second. I know this for a fact. 
It's fine. We're going to talk about, don't worry. I'll be right back. Don't play with my lighting. I feel like I look like We're going to talk about. Sorry, uh, I'm sorry. No, it's sorry. okay. It's okay. I'm sorry, I'm hey, sorry. listen, do you know what this show is known for? Technical, Technical difficulties. So it's really what the show should be called, not the Cannabis Closet Podcast. Ooh, um, God, my bad on that. No, so, it was totally me, not the ladies, by the way. No. Everybody listening, that was me. So, so we're going to back up a little bit. We're going to talk about, okay, so people know that CBD is a cannabinoid. It's a well-known cannabinoid. You can find it anywhere. I think that the explosion, like the, the knowledge of, of the fight and the, and the, and the winning of the fight for um, Charlotte Figgy and her family kind of did this explosion of CBD. So now people think, Oh, CBD is the end all be all. And that's what I need for the seizures and for the autism and for the, you know, and everything, right? It so, helps everything so, on that spectrum, though. It okay. is an aid so in all of I want to start. Yes. I want to start there. Is that that that's that's this big explosion that has happened, right? But then you mentioned another cannabinoid, so I want you to tell. So CBD, we know, is good for um, helping people relax and helping with um, um, mediating with uh, seizures, um, any kind of tremor disorders, things like that. Because what it does is it helps relax the body. It helps bring the body to an even keel. So that's why it helps in those um, situations. It's also great for treating uh, depression and anxiety, mood disorders, such as that. Um, it helps with inflammation as well. And it's a, and it's um, very synergistic with the well-known cannabinoid THC. So everybody knows what THC is, right? But you mentioned CBG. So can we talk about CBG, what it's good for, why it is uh, actually necessary in that combination um, when we talk about the cannabinoids necessary to treat epilepsy or to help mitigate some of the seizures. Um, yeah. What is CBG? Cause you, you lost, you lost them at CBG and then we're okay. going to, we're going to go through that statement and then, and then we're going to keep moving. No, I'm sure as everybody can listen, I, can, I have a very Jersey They accent, love it. So They're lo- they love it. and MJ, just, you know, with my accent, you know, do do my words. Oh, we love me. it. This is great. We can talk. It. Um, it says right here. It. I love the way he talks. It says it right here. So, love the way he talks. So love like, it. Um, keep it, keep it, keep it. CBG's but, but kind of a giving me a hard time. Next like, geez. Okay. Okay. So CBG, what is CBG? Tell, tell our audience. For my man, me, and next, CBG is very important to us because cannabigerol is a very important disease. Uh, not, excuse me, cannabinoid right now. It acts as a neuroprotectant itself and antioxidant of the brain. So let's just capture those two words right there. Let's just pause and yeah. go right there. Okay. A neuroprotectant of the brain. What's also very dope about CBG, everybody loves the movie The Godfather, right? Cannabigerol is the godmother of all cannabinoids. Everything that you Where have in the plants started as CBG. The, sure super, the super frustrating, frustrating thing for me as a cultivar, and I'm getting better and better at through everything, I want to grow more and more CBG. I want to synthesize as much of it in any natural way whatsoever. Be- we used to not be able to grab it because of the, so we would have to grab it before Such trace it converted amounts. because, but now yeah. there are cultivars out there that are high in CBG or higher mm-hmm. in CBG. Higher. So all that CBG yeah. doesn't transfer into other cannabinoids, just less of it does. So it's right. interesting. And we can um, spin it. Right. right. 
and we can so spin it. We're going to start seeing more CBG on the market and it is a, a neuroprotector. Um, it works again. They all work synergistically together Correct. Um, to, to do their job. So, um, so, so the next thing you said was then they connect to CB1, CB2. You went into the TR receptors. Yes. Yes. So, TRPV receptors. So, yes. so, so start with just a brief, brief explanation. Um, you guys, we're going to put it, we're going to put a whole class together. So don't even worry about it. And then you can take it and get a full explanation, but we're going to do a brief explanation of your CB1, CB2 and your TRP receptors. Go. Okay. So, um, CB1 receptors are expressed throughout your body in a number of different ways. Okay. But specifically, you know, one of the first main ones are CB1 and CB2. They're right here, guys, above. You can basically say above your eyebrows. It's the open door. When we smoke and we get that ah feeling, that's just the CB1 and CB2 going out. Now, one is an antagonist, one is an agonist. We can get to that in a total different show. Let's not, like, just stick on those yeah, two words. Yeah, let's stick on the easy. They work in binding effects different ways. Um, what I refer to, again, as full-spectrum medication as you keep hearing us say, mm -hmm. um, you know, why queen, if it's okay, why just pick up right there? Like, um, it's really important to me that people understand that, you know, full spectrum medicine is to me and whole plant extract. You can't beat it. You can't, you know, can't you can't, you, ladies you, and gentlemen, you can't, you, you just can't. The plant you know, grows together for a reason. And, done in the right way and not rushing something just for a dollar or just to use a catalyst to, oh, God. you know, mimic, just to mimic a uh, specific. Ladies and gentlemen, he's married. I, it's too late for you. So I just, I'm, I'm not really a, uh, a fan of it. Um, and uh, just due to my studies, I just feel that uh, whole plant extract definitely is, is the way to go because I simply look at it this way throughout world i'm we really probably have had cannabis for about six thousand years really like if you really really look at everything and it wasn't broke six thousand years ago it wasn't broke two thousand years ago in china as old as that um, yeah it's, uh, it wasn't even it wasn't broken bc it wasn't broken ad it wasn't broke, whatever whatever terminology you want to use like so um I think everything that's going on in the cannabis industry is excellent. I, I like all the advancements of everything. I like the technologies being used. We can get better and better medicine. But what we're talking about, when I say the spectrum, everyone, as someone with epilepsy, I share a lot of the same anxieties, a lot of the same, can't believe I'm doing this for you right now. Um, a lot of the same anxieties, a lot of the same um I have a lot of the same fears that a lot of people who live with a lot of other disabilities that you wouldn't think. Like I share a lot of things in common with people who have diabetes. I share a lot of things in common with people who have depression. I share a lot of new people who have severe anxiety disorders. Um, people who are truly autistic or things of that. We all are on that spectrum technically in a neurological sense. So I share a lot of the same things and, uh, yeah, that, that's just, guys, my, I'm just preaching about full spectrum medicine. Please just, mm -hmm. you know, if anything you take from this, please just 
you know, I, I know it's at the dollar store or what's at the uh, the gas don't station. The Maybe stores. cheap, but don't buy it at the I'm gas just, station. Don't. You, you're know. better off buying your candy and your soda, and and do not waste your money on the gas station. Because uh, we're not even there yet. We're not even. We're not in a place where that's. I mean, I wish we were. I wish it was on every wherever you can get it. You could get it, kind of thing, but. Right now, we still got to make sure everything's tested and safe. Well, I'm from a city; you can get whatever you want at any time. So you know I'm, I'm saying, saying. <laughs> I, you course. know, but I, well, listen. I was back in Florida, of course. But what I'm you. saying is, you shouldn't in this in this time frame and on this timeline and in this time frame right now, you should not be buying your stuff at a gas station. Uh, that's like some years down the road once everything's being tested and and a little more regulated differently you know i think it should be in the open market too i don't disagree with you but the those of you who think it should be open market but i also think it should be safe in the open market i think you know so what I'm, I'm gonna uh, when i was in florida you know i did find some king palms at a uh you know at a little uh you know just shop that my friend took me to it was where she gets her wraps and everything and um, he's like, yeah, he's like, I have jars. You know, he's like, shows me it looks like flour. It's labeled sativa and indica. It, mm-hmm. And it, I, I was like, I can't even. I can't. Um, like, it looks like the, it looks like the fucking fancy jars you get at the, you know, the, the Veritas or whatever. Yeah, exactly. like, you're making me nervous. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so I, I could, I was just like, oh. Don't give me a plastic bag, please. But he did it. Please. (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing because I regularly get the plastic bag out of my dispensary, but they put it into a, like a locked container, but they put it in the plastic bag still first. They're still old school like that. A little bit. I appreciate it, but a little bit. I was about to say, it's kind of a wink though. Like I kind of feel it to the legacy market. And my, like that you call it the legacy market. My facility up there, you know, does too. They let me bring my baggies back. I bring back clean ones, and they just, yeah, because I tr- I transfer it over into the drams when I get home. They and take that, back sandwich baggies. They 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 will fill my stuff with yeah, oh. like when I get re up, they'll like take my bags back and they'll you know relabel it. And I was like, where are you buying your? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just joking. No, I, so I you know I used to like keep all my you know plastic bags and I'd take them back you know because again I'd keep. They'd, they'd package it. I'd take it home. I'd put it in my dram so the baggie doesn't get all gross. And then right. next time I go up, take Did my I? baggies back and they slap another sticker on it and, or peel the one off and slap another one on it. Did I tell you about the guy that he got so mad at me? It was in the beginning days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> where, he, where he like, he got so mad at me because I had to put, we didn't even have to put it in a locked container or anything. It was bag. just baggies and in, in a, it just couldn't be seen by the public. So it had to go on a brown paper bag and he was so mad about it. And then on his way out the door, he like rips his stuff out of the bag and balls the bag up, throws it on the floor, <laughs> like stomps out mm-hmm. of the store. I'm like, bro, I'm just trying to do my job right now. <laughs> mm. I had just saw that started. Camera. You saw that camera that I, I did my I part. I had just, it was, but it was back in the real sketch day. So we didn't have cameras everywhere where they should have been probably. And um, I had just started. I had just started that job. I, I think I was like a weekend and I was like, bro, <laughs> like what? 
bring just reuse the bag just right i always have something i can use even if it's just burning it in my fireplace i i can take a bag i try um, to take plastic bags well but even then is it, your, is it your town is it your town that i was in that they don't have plat you can't get a plastic bag no nope. in that town Nope, Vale and Avon, they do not uh, have plastic bags available. You can buy paper bags or you can bring your own. Or you can get out. Or you, you can carry, carry all out what I you went into a convenience store. I didn't know. I didn't know. So <laughs> I go in to a convenience store high and I buy a bunch of snacks. And then he was, and I was like, can I get a bag? And he goes, nope. <laughs> nice. And then he started complaining to me about the law. He's mad about it. He's mad about it. He's like, <laughs> not okay. So anyways, this is how this show goes. Sorry about it. Um, back to CB1 receptors. CB1 and CB2 receptors. Yes. Yeah. So um, they're expressed like mainly throughout the whole entire body, but we just went over, you know, where they are in your brain. CB1 receptors are mainly they're through your nervous system, your liver, your reproductive system, your cardiovascular system, your skeletal system, and even your GI tract, to be quite honest with you, is, you know. Um, and the other one a lot of people don't know, which is being experienced, uh, no, I shouldn't say experienced, excuse me, experimented with with athletes right now is pure muscle culture and tissue with the effects of pure THC and CBD. There are some, t- there's some studies being done right now about from, for example, one person who takes injectables of THC, and CBD and other there's other cannabinoids within this mixture that they're doing when they tear their ACL. And then another individual who doesn't use that when recovering from an ACL. Um, I'd have to do some big digging on the study and I can get it to both of you, but it showed that the athlete that used this new healed almost close to three weeks sooner and ready to play. I mean, okay. you're 100% ready to play. Now that has a lot to do with like blood transfers and plasma and things of that nature out of my league in regards to chemistry. But I, I do definitely know Money the study. Too. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I definitely say that. You know, you know so, the depth of my scientific knowledge. No, that one is is definitely just <laughs> out, out of there. And um, the only thing I'd really other say about like um, CB1 is, you know, I you guys heard me say GPR like one, like all GPR is an acronym is for gross protein receptors. Now, they're all over our body and things of that nature, but in the brain specifically, um, it kind of, it kind of mediates single signaling down the brain chain. You know what I mean? So it's really important to always like keep that in mind too. Um, the gross protein receptor is a little bit further down the track, but at the same time, it's always good to keep them open and clear at the same time. That's when I say really determines to modulate your brain wave, your brain waves. Mm-hmm. If you allow me to use the term modulate, you know, you want to keep on that even keel. Like if anybody who's here has ever seen an EEG, you know, it, it kind of, you know, there's more spikes to it and things like that. Right. You know, you want to keep that nice even wave going at all times with no spike whatsoever. Um, also uh, with the endocannabinoid system and I'll just, Queen, I'll go to CB2, you know, that's kind of another one that it's uh, really the same thing that I just said. It's It's mainly though, let me minus some of the, let me actually minus some of the systems. So I just said what the CB1 receptor can do. This is what's unique about the CB2 receptor is that it doesn't always have an affinity for every single cannabinoid, which is very cool about it. 
But what's neat is that it specifically regulates the nervous system, the immune system, the GAT, the GI, and the cardiovascular. Like it's very, very good for that. No questions asked across the board. Um, it's also been demonstrated in the cardiovascular system that it has been known to actually increase bone density and curing after surgeries and things like that. Um, that's on a patient kind of, as in America, we can only say, um, what's the proper wording I want to use on your guys. Um, um, uh, it's an anomaly or, or we can't quote it as medicine. Yeah. Let's they can't that say way. that it happens because they don't have a large enough test study to say yes. this happens. Yes. Sample size. Thank you. Sample that was size. Yeah. So, sample size. Thank so, you. so, but basically there are cannabinoids and also terpenes in our cannabinoids that help increase your bone density can help like with broken bones or help heal bones whenever you've had surgery, things like that. It's very, very interesting. Yeah, very much so. Mercy, even though it's the most popular. It's actually, uh, yeah, they do say that that one is like very specific to bone density and bone growth. Like, I yes, think I have, a, I think I have a chart somewhere that has that one listed as that. Um, yeah, cannabis no, is. I agree. Listen, listen. I'm never going to be one to say that something like is 100 percent good because that's not true and i'm never going to be one to say that it's 100 percent right. of a cure because that's also not true but cannabis is actually quite miraculous in a lot of situations for a lot of motherfuckers that's just <laughs> why i'm gonna mm-hmm. call people from now on just through different <laughs> endocannabinoid systems too queen through different mm-hmm. endocannabinoid systems too yeah each individual are yeah, yes yeah, so so schnooks actually asked this about children earlier but yeah we're all chemically balanced differently we all have um different shit going on inside of us so the cannabis works on us the way it it's necessary and the science as it continues to go forward we're going to start seeing um more like they're going to, they're going to start treating it like regular medicine. CBG is good for this. And this is what you will treat with that, you know, kind of thing. But we really like a lot of us are really fighting to keep that plant together because they actually work better together. They work synergistically together. And a lot of like, uh, you kind of, their pharmacokinetic properties, their pharmacokinetic properties are meant to be together. Yeah. And and so you kind of mentioned this earlier about how you experience all of these different things, just, just in the, in the fact that you've lived with epilepsy your whole life. And so you live with these fears and you've learned to adapt a certain way. And there's certain level of depression sometimes, et cetera, because of the epilepsy. And, Mm -hmm. um, I always say that these illnesses, whether we can see them or not, also come with a whole host of friends. And just because we're treating this illness right here with this particular cannabinoid, because we've seen that this cannabinoid helps reduce um, uh, seizures, reduce tremors, reduce right. you know inflammation, blah, blah, blah. Also, this cannabinoid helps with this other thing that has piggybacked on so this person has epilepsy uh, he's going to be back this person has epilepsy but this person also has depression well then the multiple use of the cannabinoids is really necessary in those instances so we can treat everything together because that's not all that person is living with and dealing with they're dealing with you know epilepsy and and depression and potentially anxiety 
um, you know, um, and, and fatigue and, and sleep, sleepless nights. And we could go on and the gambit is large that all happens with under one umbrella of being diagnosed or living with one illness. That's just living with one illness. A lot of Americans live with many illnesses. Right. Quinn, I'd use a very simple analogy, especially to to epileptics. Was it the tip of the iceberg that sunk the Titanic or was it the bottom of the iceberg that cut the Titanic open? What everybody sees, they expect us to just shake and fall on the ground and, you know, bite our tongues and, and all this, that. You don't see the bottom of the iceberg under the water, the fear we carry, the depression we carry, the anxiety we carry. You know, exactly. a lot of people don't understand that, like, you may not have to worry about the temperature of a room. I do. It might be a trigger. I got to worry right. about what lights are in the room. Right. How many 90 degree angles are in that room? Can I be in the middle of the room? Can I reach it to the couch if I don't feel good? If I, this is all calculations that have to be done in our head all the time, every second we're around. Your whole life. All the time. We have to be like, you know, that we're calculating on alert. all the, on, on alert. you know what I mean? It's like the biggest thing I try to tell people is, you know, and I use this as a child, like to people, because we've all been children at the time. Remember, like you swore the boogeyman was underneath your bed, or you swore he was in your closet. You know, what I, I mean? knew there was. Needed... I knew there was a boogeyman in my shower last night. I knew that see, last night. <laughs> see, I, I believe you. Karma's so, been barking in your shower. You got something. You so got to better like, get a. You need to sage that space. And I just. I describe it as like the boogeyman lives inside us, but we're always running from the boogeyman when we don't know when he's going to come, but we can mitigate it. That's what I'm trying to say. We can mitigate it, you know, as best we can, you know, it's always alive inside us. It's just, you know, when it's, how's it going to show? When's it going to show, you know, what would it really do? Yeah. So, um, so what age would be a good place to start include? So it depends on why you're starting your child for children is the question. Yeah. 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 Depends on why you're starting your children on cannabis. Have they been diagnosed? Uh, we are, I just want to, I want to be real clear. Two or three anti-epileptic medicines. Doctors. We are not doctors. Not Um, medical professionals here. Not at all. So we know cannabis medicine. We are educators. We are. That's it. Yes. So, um, (laughs) Uh, if you are treating your child for uh, the what whatever uh, autism, I didn't want mean to say whatever for autism, anything on the spectrum for yeah. epilepsy, for right. Um, so if we're treating our children for that, we want to start low and go start low, go slow with everything. We're always going to treat with oils. Um, I am a very listen. I don't have children, so I'm gonna let Kevin speak on this in a moment, but. Um, I am a strong proponent of at least having those top two tier because that's what you really have access to on the legal market right now. Not as much full spectrum as accessible, although we'd like to see that change. So we're going to keep advocating for that. But um, at least the top, the two top tier. So you want a high CBD, low THC in the instance of a child. Um, and they have the, there's, there's a whole long list. It's, it could be one to one, two to one, and it goes up from there. Um, I can speak to that queen. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. So, so, um, you want to start low with, um, I, I always use the dosing that I think about when I think about RSO, when we're treating children for cancer. So with children, um, you want to start with a, like a quarter grain of rice. So with an adult, we would start for an adult, a half a grain, a children, I would say quarter grain. So you want to go half of what you would do for an adult. And then every four to five days, 
We want to try to increase that dose and kind of pay attention to what's going on with the child. How is the child reacting? We want to keep that individual child or adult when we're dosing like this in a safe environment where they feel comfortable, where there's lots of hydration, there's snacks available. Um, in the in the instance of uh, really in the instance of life, but especially in the instance of cancer, we want to stay away from sugar because sugar feeds cancer. We don't want to feed it. Um, and then and then that's where we would go from there. We would continue to increase until we got to our optimal dose. Optimal dose means that the cannabinoids are working therapeutically and not getting your child high or the or the patient high. They're working therapeutically. Um, and so so when the cannabinoids, including THC, are working therapeutically and have a place to go and have a place to work, then there's a let I, I've noticed this. And I, I, I would say patients notice this as is anecdotal for sure, but I, I feel like there's uh, less instance of a highness and more instance of a medicinal therapeutic uh, treatment. And, and that's, you know, from cancer patients using high dose RSO. So um, Kevin, can you speak to um, this piece on using a cannabis with uh, children potentially and how dosing would, would ideally potentially look? Sure. Sure. Um, dosing with children, I would like to number one, say, um, I can understand the fear a lot of parents have when they, you know, I've heard from my own parents that when the pill a doctor doesn't give you isn't working and you have to watch your little kid in a crib or hold your little kid in your hand. So I, having a seizure going limp and you, you don't know what to do you know it, it, it seems like you know if you're not sure they'll come back can you see the um, comments that we post um yeah i just saw schnooks pop up a okay yeah, so yes, i just yes, i just yes, want to yes. because while you're talking i wanted to make sure you saw this comment too because it, it's kind of speaking to what you're saying about how people aren't sure sure yeah. um so what what i would say is especially with children who are diagnosed with epilepsy not just one seizure Okay, I want to make this a very clear, clear, because I don't want people to get scared. If your person, if your child has one seizure, yes, you still take them to the hospital and let them see a neurologist, you know, definitely go from there. But, you know, it's really three or more seizures in a short span of time or within six months to really be really considered someone who has epilepsy, especially with children and their young bodies really, really starting to mature each day. Something that always comes in mind with me, Queen, is what I've nicknamed DDI. Not I've not I've not nicknamed, but I should say the American Journal of Endocannabinoid Medicine did like DDIs, drug to drug interactions. In a child, and especially in a febrile state, when I say febrile, their temperatures raise very high as children. When you have seizures, it's one of the number one reasons why kids have seizures is because they have fevers. You know, so what you really want to do is really fail. And I don't want anybody to fail on any anti-epileptic medicine, you know what I mean, in any way, shape, or form. But you have to fail on two or three anti-epileptic drugs before you even consider cannabis. I really, mm. I really do want to say that. Like it's, I it's wish a it was hard the other journey. way around. It should really be yes, the other way around. It should really it, be the other way around. That seems so dangerous to use our children as guinea pigs to see if this medication or this medication or this medication will work. And when those don't work, then, oh, I guess we'll try the natural organic plant medicine. That's, that's where I will say the beginning of why I said neurologists <laughs> are disciplined, practiced creatures. They right. know off of 30 years, this pill works for X amount. Like it should, it's, it, it's, it's just not so throwing gum at a that, wall. 
we can't we can't look to cannabis first um, no, it, it it it's not being looked to first in any way, shape, or form. Be, and it should be the first choice. I or do on a regular basis. I do on a regular basis, you know, fight for access for children with the Epilepsy Foundation, as they do great work to to help for access for children um, to you know specifically cannabidiol, um, but definitely with dosing methods in in young children. I would really, really stay away from ever trying to really introduce THC at a very young age in regards to... Unless they to, need it. Unless they need that's it. What, that's where THC should be introduced on a... Where I would say would be with a pharmacist and a doctor's consultant. Definitely someone, any of this. Any of yes, this all all of is done with a cannabis-friendly doctor, pediatrician. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Do not just take our word for it, please, because none of us have a medical license to practice medicine. We do not. We know mm-hmm. about cannabis. But what I will say about cannabis is that um, the, you know, the THC part not being for children is what they have told you. This is false. The it's high part, part the high part, thing. this part of the psychoactive part. First of all, CBG blocks psychoactivity. So if we maintain full spectrum cannabis and we maintain CBG in that mixture at the percentage it needs to be, it can create a therapeutic effect with THC as opposed to a psychoactive effect. I want to say that first. Second, everybody, children included, have endocannabinoid systems. And Mm -hmm. if they are sick, they are, there's a high likelihood and a lot of people won't tell you this, there's a high likelihood they are endocannabinoid deficient. And that's a whole nother show, but there's a high likelihood that they are endocannabinoid deficient and that's why their body is getting sick. It it is in fact, there's studies that are, that are being done and have been done, not in this country that show that endocannabinoid deficient individuals who are then given endocannabinoid treatments start to begin to get healthier and and people who have a good and strong endocannabinoid system that's working tend to be healthy and so so there's you know there's still studies being done on that that's completely based you know on things that i've read and seen and yes ma'am whatever but everybody has an endocannabinoid system maybe not the aliens but i bet they do too and um I'm just saying well, Queen, like, people are using our endocannabinoid system right now without even knowing it. And exactly. You know and so, so yeah, like that runner's high, for, for example, if you extra, if you worked out today and you got that runner's high, that <laughs> feeling that's not from your endorphin system. That is your endocannabinoid system. That's your anandamide, which is very similar to THC and it causes bliss in your body. It's amazing. Anyway, what I want to say is THCA sweetheart. It is a um, non-activated form of THC. It has a lot of similar uh, and same benefits as THC minus the psychoactive part to that. So when we're talking about children, THCA might be a better route. Don't heat that oil up because if you do, then it negates the purpose of what you're trying to do. Um, and then CBD, a combination though. I think combination is always really important. And higher CBD. Absolutely. CBD yeah. also helps balance out the THC. It's also why we tell you to start low and go slow because we want to build a tolerance because we don't want children walking around all stoned. That's not the purpose. The purpose is medicinal. The purpose is healing. The purpose is uh, mitigating um, things like seizures. Um, 
And um, yeah, so so that that is that is how we're talking about it today. Of course, if you're a full grown adult, we we invite you to engage in adult use um, practices. But really, generally speaking, I think anybody uses cannabis uses it medicinally and I'll die on that hill. I will die on oh, that yeah, hill. Sure. Yeah, it's I'll a stand line on hamburger hill with that. Um, because it makes me feel happy. Okay, so you're using it for depression. Um, I use cannabis for my back pain. Yeah, you know, like there are I, I, I to sleep. I, or you know, I only use it because it helps me to you know not my hands don't shake. But it's not you know they they everyone doesn't think that they're to deal with these damn kids. <laughs> You know, Listen, it's it's really taking a step meetings, further safety meeting so that it keeps everyone safe around. Safe. Me. <laughs> I mean, these things that we're talking about are in fruit. They're in flowers. They're in the grass. They're in the wood of a tree, like the bark of a tree. When you eat a blueberry, when you eat a straw, like it's all of these, all of these turpins that I want to switch over to turpins real quick. of make up the kind of like. They're all around us. They're already being used in our bodies. Believe it or not, if you say you've never used your endocannabinoid system, yes, you have. You, yes, you, you flat have. out have. And the the <laughs> real main thing, Queen, which I, I, I really just did, if you allow me just to piggyback off this, is, you know, in regards to just, you know, CBD, you know, really good things you want to really look for, which, you know, I'll give you some secret sauce here, you know, geranial, linalool, mercin, and transneradial. Transneridol never gets a lot of play or a lot because it's a Ever. secondary because it's a secondary turpent. I think there's a lot of future in it. I hope to prove record. You know, I'm playing a lot with it right now in hopes to you know publish you here first. You know, so I just you know, and guys, I'm talking about something that's pre- that's in jasmine and lemongrass, things that are known to be some of the most calming effects in, in the natural in the natural world. It's you know. It actually comes from tree oil. <laughs> it, it, it literally is, is very heavy in that. So using both like the whole entourage effect, when we say both the cannabinoids, the terpenes, we, I didn't even get into fly, you know, flavonoids, which are a phytonutrient of cannabis gives it a taste, smell, color. Everybody always thinks that like, man, the flower's purple, orange, green, this, that kind of, guess what? That's the flavonoids. That's, you know, you hear flavonoid, you think flavor right away, but it does many more things to the plant. It does. Cool thing about flavonoids are too, there's over 6,000 types in the world and we still don't even know what the hell all of them are. But it's a very exciting part of science right now for me. Sorry if I'm geeking out right now. This part to me is, is <laughs> like super, super recent because, you know, just in regards to flavonoids and terpenes, you know, that's really where the neuroprotecting comes in. I mean, it can be synthesized, put to good use. I mean, there's over 483 unique compounds of cannabis at this time. You know, it's time to, for everything to work in synergy, as you two were saying, instead of everything taking a back seat, a front seat, this, that, and everything. As we continue to go down and contribute to science and in history in regards to what we know about this, I think it should all be a happy science together because in the end, Guys, what we all want in regards to if you're a human being who is happy, healthy, um, you're, you're queen of the world of cannabis over there. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, it, it, we all just want homeostasis of the body. We just yes. want homeostasis of the body. That's and that term, want. I think, 
I think that term can be used in a laughing matter, but also at the same time, it's really what you want of your body is homeostasis to any disability or what you want in life. And this flower provides some pathways to that. Yes, absolutely. You know? Um, Sorry, I went on a geek out session there. No, that's what we want. And for anybody who thinks that that you've never used your endocannabinoid system, it's impossible to not use it because you actually create cannabinoid, endocannabinoids inside of your body. Meaning within. Within within your body, you create cannabinoids on your own. The ones that we use um, from this beautiful and wonderful plant are phytocannabinoids, actually. So they're a little bit different, but their structures are very similar, and that's why they work in this in the same receptors and in similar manners and that's why this plant works so well with us it's actually spent um all this time that it has been here on this planet and available to us um evolving with us in order i mean how do we have endocannabinoid how do we have something inside of our body that mimics what's inside of this plant how how is that it's because of evolution because we evolved together and we're meant to Which be is indigenous together. to earth as well, too. We're meant to be of... together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In the words of Smokey, God put this here for you and me. <laughs> there used to be this uh, poem on one of the bars that I used to go to in Tampa. And it said, um, pot is a plant that grows in the ground. If God didn't want, want it, it wouldn't be found. So for all you fuckers that don't get high, shut the fuck up and give it a try. Right. <laughs> and even mushroom you. and eating a mushroom, you could still die. So like, yeah, I mean, and, and mushrooms, you get the good ones and they're great and you get the tasty ones and they're tasty, but you get the bad ones and you're having a bad day. You die. Not with cannabis. Right. It's the last bad day you ever <laughs> going to have, but you got a bad day. Um. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we are, I mean, it is the, uh, you know, the anointed oil, the, however you want to reference it, uh, you know, we, uh, cannabis is part of us, uh, and, and literally she is <laughs> literally she is, we are, she is our soul sister. She absolutely is. The, the, it, there's no way she's not. Mm-hmm. And also I just want to say based on soul sister, um reference is that um i've been like listening to a lot of my throwback you know like just sitting back and listening like old school like and i'm like man all the best all the best music was written on psychedelics man like think about i mean we had good music in the 90s too we were definitely taking yeah but like we were taking a lot of different drugs but you can tell which generation was taking which drugs based on the music like if you listen to some of the music and you're like, damn, you were on some really weird drugs. And then you listen to some of the other music and you're like, yeah, that's exactly what I want to be. Just sit back with it, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. Love I it. feel that. Right, yep. Do we, uh, we want to end the show on some of these headlines? Because we had a really important one about voter suppression. <laughs> um. Yeah, we can... Uh... Do you want to do you want to hang out with us and talk about South Dakota? Any last uh, questions about? Uh, yeah, you guys. Oh, you guys have any the awareness. Uh, you know, like, what what can we do? 
Does anybody have any more questions for Kevin? Because we would be happy to uh, ask them for you. And if you think of a question after the show, by all means, reach out to us, CannabisCloset420 at gmail.com. Um, and we will definitely send the message over to Kevin to get us an answer back if we can't answer it ourselves, of course. Um, but if you have any questions for Kevin, please feel free to ask. You can also um, join us on Discord. Let me put that up here while we put that. Um, you can join us on Discord if you're not already there. And, uh, you know, ask your question. We have we have a whole tab for cannabis education and cannabis questions. So if you have questions, um, just make sure you tag us so we see it. But um, if you're in the Discord, ask your questions right in there. And we'll um, make sure that the right people are tagged and see the questions and answer the questions appropriately. We'll even answer questions a lot of times with uh, research that we have. Like, we'll hand it to you. Like, here's the article. Here you Very go. Very much so. Here's the article. Here's a synopsis of the article. And I think you should read that article because every we want to educate everybody. Like the people on this on this show today right now are all educators. Every single one of us. So that's what we live to do. Um, so, yeah, join Absolutely. us on Discord or shoot us a, an email um, and we'll be happy to answer it. Yeah. South Dakota. Did you know that they. uh that they voted on legal cannabis and then the government shut them down. I thought that happened in Mississippi. I, I'm waiting. It did happen in Mississippi. It did. Wednesday, yeah. So on Wednesday, uh, South Dakota, it happened in South Dakota. Um, so their Supreme Court rejected uh, rejects the voter-approved recreational marijuana market. So uh, this was approved by voters in 2020. 2020. Um, and it shatters the development of a projected $285 million market. So, Oh, my God. Um, the Marijuana Policy Project official, uh, are, they're saying that they feel it's extremely flawed and disrespectful to the voters. Um, and they, yeah, they pledged that the advocates were um, continuing to work towards legalization. So, Did they have a reason for – did they state a reason for – because, like, Mississippi was like, well – Here's the loophole that we found you in. Let me see if I click on this link, if it takes me to what they actually, um, that was just a little snippet. Um, yeah, Germany, you guys remember but on the next headline, Germany is legalizing. So uh, yeah, I thought Germany did. I saw that. Yes. Yeah, I saw, saw I've been that. wanting to go back to Germany since I was a little, little girl. I'll go back. Mm -hmm. Let's go. My hey. mom's German. Um, my mom is not, but she was stationed there and... I got to live there for a little while. And uh, I think that we should do the show from there. Legal Germany, smoking blunts. <laughs> Let's do it. We're going to start a fund. Let's see. A go to Germany fund. Um, so if you guys, while you're looking for that, if you guys remember, Mississippi uh, pulled this shit too on their voters. The voters voted for legal cannabis with this. Was it medical for Mississippi? Or was it adult use? I can't remember. Uh, it was, it, no, it was medical. So in May, it Mississippi High Court avoided voter-approved medical legalization referendum. Um, in November 2020 election, 54% 54, 54 of South Dakota's voters approved adult use legalization. Um, but a state highway patrol superintendent filed suit against the measure on behalf of the state's anti-marijuana governor, uh, Republican 
Christy Neem. Noam Neem. I'm, I don't know how to exactly. I'm sorry. Um, a lower court and now the state Supreme Court on the eve of Thanksgiving and seven months after oral arguments ruled that the referendum violated a single subject rule. Let's see. It doesn't say. I have to then click on a link to see what that single subject rule is. <clears throat> well, just write it out, reporter. Why we gotta? Why we gotta do the fun? <laughs> now you're taking me. Oh my gosh! Into a very legal looking doc document. <laughs> we do want to do a cross country cannabis trip. Actually, that is kind of a goal of ours um, for the for our future. That's not a lie. We want to go to all legal states broadcast from there, meet cool people in the industry in those spaces and smoke lines. Mm. So there it is. I've put that out out loud. If you'd like to help fund that trip, you can send the cash app to me, Queen DGO. I will appropriate the money appropriately. <laughs> Lady is over here whining at the top. I don't know if you can hear her. She is pretty... Uh, only um so mississippi was medical i think mm -hmm. and the reason that they couldn't legalize is because even though they got signatures in the five counties as they were or five what was it again was it counties we'll call them counties for right now it's not the right word um that, that districts down south. Districts, thank you. Yeah. So okay. five districts yeah. that were in existence previously. Mississippi only has four districts now, but according to the law, you have to have signatures from five districts. So they got signatures from the previous five districts as they used to be before they went down to four. And that loophole got the initiative kicked out and the and re the ballot reversed. So they stole the vote based on bullshit so why what is was, south dakota's reason this is fun okay so oh <laughs> um i'm just gonna read it because the way that it sounds i'm like oh my god i can't even so uh so there's a this matt swish mpp's uh medical um, marijuana policy project uh deputy director and campaign director for south dakota south dakotans for better marijuana laws characterized the court's ruling as deeply flawed. The court has rejected common sense and instead used a far-fetched legal theory to overturn a law passed by over 225,000 South Dakota voters based on no logical or evidentiary support, he said in a statement. Swich said the ruling, which argued that the referendum comprised three subjects, recreational cannabis, medical marijuana, and hemp legalization, relies on the disrespectful assumption that South Dakota voters were intellectually incapable of understanding the initiative. Excuse, wait, wait, wait. So they're saying their own citizens are incapable of understanding what they voted on. Wow. So they just like, they're like, we think you Yo, guys I want to move stupid. there and move. I want my kid to get in that public education system. Yeah, they're yeah, like, please so sign we, me up. So we think you guys are stupid. So we're just going <laughs> to. Wow. No and void your vote. Is that what they're saying? Pretty much. Pretty much. So uh... they did. They said they're stupid. They said, <laughs> they said, you are too stupid to make a real decision like this. Thank you for voting me into office. You weren't stupid then. 
but you are stupid now. Now, here's this is an interesting quandary because what are you going to do now that both sides of the Fed government want to pass? Like, then what are you going to do when the Morat goes and the Free Act goes? That this is where I think Mississippi and South Dakota set themselves so up for stupid. destruction. Why? It's, like, you know, it's it's such, it's such. I'm baffled. I'm baffled because sixty eight percent of Americans literally every listen, last presidential vote sixty eight literally literally. The people that are voting against this are almost all, if not all, Republicans. I just want to say that for the record, conservative Republicans. And almost all of them only care about money except when it comes to this issue. When it comes to this issue, they will let, how much did you say? Was the... Was the pre- 285 million. Yeah, for the first year. That was one. That was in one year, right? Mm -hmm. Don't care, don't care. I know, and it's like your state's doing that well. You can just say don't care. Like what? Uh, On this one topic, on this on this one single issue, every other issue, they're like pharmaceuticals. That's why. That's it. That's it. That's it. Bottom line, it's pharmaceuticals. That's it. They're, the pharmaceutical um, industry is shoving more money into their pockets than I guess not even into their pockets directly because they're not even shoving as much as the state would make. They don't care about that part. They care about how much their bank account looks like. That's the difference. I, I talked my way into out of my thinking it was illogical. It's not. It's completely full of logic on their end, I guess. It's just infuriating. <laughs> um, so they're, uh, well, I mean, they have until May 2022 to get this uh, back on to the ballot. Um, and so with an extension. So I, I, I guess uh, South Dakota, unite, patients unite. Let's keep an eye on them and um, keep that guy's name. Let's see if we can reach out to him and see if we can get him on the, on our little podcast here. Okay. That uh, hundreds of people listen to. Because you guys are sharing with your friends and you're subscribing and you're following and all the stuff that you're supposed to be doing and loving us. And thank you. And we love you for it. And thank you for coming every week, too, and showing up in the comment section, because that really does help. If And a lot of you know, like a lot of you know me, especially and actually Kev, too, um, through uh, TikTok. And so you already know how algorithms work and you know that all of these things boost our algorithm, which means that we get seen by people who may not necessarily always see us. It might come up on their feed randomly or whatever. And then they see us and then they get in here and they start watching and they like us and they love us because we're amazing and beautiful and amazing and beautiful and also magical magical (laughs) join us for witchy Wednesday to find out how magical we are. Oh my God, it's going to be such an amazing Have fun with that, guys. Have fun with it. That sounds awesome. It's going to be so much fun. Um, We're going to have Witchy Christy here. We're going to have Shannon Parrish. uh, That's Shannon Parrish.3333 on TikTok. And we're also going to have Lovely Pisces uh, 317 on TikTok um, here as well. And the the amazing um, feminine energy, amazing explosive energy. I'm going to learn what, what is it? The rod, she uses rods, Shannon. 
Uh, you guys, some of you it watch her. With a D and I don't remember what you said. I th- I thought you said it started with a D and I had drew dorm. Does somebody know drama. What, what the rods are called. But anyways, I've never, um, I've never um, heard of this before. I'm really excited. Um, I haven't been on TikTok so much, so I haven't actually seen like her lives or anything like that. And um, so I'm, so I'm not as familiar. Actually, she was introduced to me. Um, and I thought it would be a great idea to have her on the show to talk to us about what that is. And, um, and then Witchy Christy was the beginning of this conversation because, um, she's part of the high council, which is a group of creators that I, I work with sometimes. And, um, so, so we're kind of just starting to highlight some of those creators so you guys can get to know them as well. And so we're going to bring Witchy Christy on. And that exploded into this. And then I went on to TikTok and I saw this random live of a person I did not follow. And I, it was like, she was in my kitchen and I, her energy was uh, crazy. Amazing. I sent you the link immediately. I was like, look at this girl. And uh, we invited her to come on to the show immediately as well. So she I, was we, like, yeah, all about it. She yeah, yeah. It. We hope you love her as much as we fell in love with her immediately, or at least I did. Um, but but yeah, hopefully you love her as much as as much as I do, because I think she's amazing. Um, it could be that Pisces energy um, that, you know, pushed out for me. So. Um. Kev, thank you so much again for joining us. Um, yes. oh, thank you, guys. Thank you. I'm sorry very much. We couldn't and, do it and, uh, um, and thank you and, and healing energy to the whole family. Households, appreciate uh, you. Uh, yes, Everybody, appreciate you, you guys, yeah. you know, the whole good, audience. Man. I appreciate you. Whole audience. I need y'all to send some healing energies and vibes to the entire Nixon family, please. They are, they are under the weather right now, and we all know how the power of manifestation and intention works. The bigger, the better. So send it all yep. his way because he needs it right now. Um, he definitely mm-hmm. needs to stay above that uh, weather, so we don't want him under the weather because, <laughs> yeah. Got stuff to do right now. Stuff. To yeah, do. yeah. We got to stay healthy. We got stuff yeah. to do because you're, you're rocking and rolling uh, all the time, which is why we've had such a hard time getting you on the show. You don't have to apologize for that at all. Thank you for um, coming on today because this has been an excellent share of information. I know that our audience um, and our friends that are here in the comment section are looking forward to having you on again um, to talk Love more to. about the endocannabinoid system, more of those receptors, uh, more of how those cannabinoids and terpenes work together. And um, cannabis, y'all. Let's get it. The entourage effect and all of those things. <laughs> we love talking about it and we would love, maybe we'll bring you on um, some uh, work Wednesdays uh, when you have time, sure. just bring you through and just do some, do some fun education talk. I mean, I even think. if it's just for a quick sesh, you know, you always yeah. have time for a nah, session. Yeah. You gotta, yeah. you gotta, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you would come hang out with like- us, if we were on Discord at that time and you would come hang out with us on Discord, if we were there, then you could come hang out with us on the show. How about that? If no, we're on exactly. The air, sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> if we're on the air, come hang out with us sure. here. Um, so, yeah, it was Absolutely. amazing. Um, your knowledge is, as always, just there's so much and you're so impressive to me. Um, Thanks. For, I, I, I always appreciate that. our conversations because I always feel like, you know, we can have like a real back and forth 
um, because you've taken this time to, to study. Um, people in the Discord, uh, if you have questions, again, for Kevin or for me or for MJ, um, feel free to um, put them into that cannabis questions page and just tag us so that we can yeah. come in and um, share. And also, it could be a show idea. It could be something like, hey, we're going to actually talk about that on the show so let's um i'll give you some general information probably because i don't like to leave anybody hanging and then uh and then we'll follow it up with uh with a show so i feel like that that would be a, a little fair trade right there so you guys get in the and discord fire, it's cool and ask questions and then and then we'll get we'll we'll answer those questions and then make a show out of it i feel like that would be really fun and queen can i um if it's okay like if anybody ever like wants to ask me anything or anything like that, you know, and if I, you, if you feel more comfortable, you know, like talking to Counter Queen or MJ and it makes more of a safe environment for you to speak to me or things of that nature, you know, please feel free. Um, but I really do. I, I would like to say that like, you know, MJ and, and Counter Queen are very educated in what they're doing and they're, they're doing the right thing for women. And I think there's a lot of, Maybe there's a lot of you know moms that could maybe look at their daughters and look at MJ and look at it kind of queen and don't you know, make me doing something in the industry. There's something in the industry that that's not something easy to do, and you know they're doing it in an industry that's very male dominated. Um, and you know, keep doing what you're doing, man. Re- reach reach the next rung on the ladder, man. Keep it up. Thank you so much for that. Um, we really yeah. appreciate it. Um, this has been an amazing show. Um, if you got them, light them. Because it's time to to wrap it up. And if you want the East Coast, buy Agrikind. Peace. No, I'm oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you're on the East Coast, buy Agrikind. I don't mind throwing a little shout out there. Um, if you're in Colorado and you don't have uh, Eureka brand products in your store, let me know so we can get um, the right individual out to your store and get you get them get them in there. Um, they're adult. I don't use. show. I grow. <laughs> Adult use uh, <laughs> products mainly, um, but also some medical products as well. So definitely give us a call. Um, where's that banner at? We'll put that banner up real quick. Here, a little shout out. CQLLC, Cannabis Consulting and Educating. Um, so, yeah, uh, you guys, be nice to yourselves and make sure that you put your mask on. Before assisting <laughs> others. It's very important. Yes, yes. Cultivate love. You deserve it. Absolutely. Stay lifted. We'll see you guys on Wednesday for Witchy Wednesday. Don't miss it. Tell your friends. It's going to be amazing. I can't promise there's going to be live readings on air, but there there might be if there's time. I mean, we, yeah, we, we are hoping and we want to. We so, might do that. Um, but be prepared for Cash App because I don't want these ladies coming on here and spending their time that they would normally have clients doing stuff for free. So keep that in mind. Um, treat it like like kind of like a drag show, like throw tips into their Cash App. Yeah. It's an exchange. Yeah. It's an energy exchange, you know? Energy exchange. You give them some energy and they'll give you some energy. Yes, that's how it works. That's All right. Works. We love you guys. We'll see you next time. Wednesday, 420 Mountain Ladies, Standard I time. love you. Thank see you, you very much. Thanks for coming through, Kev. Thanks, Kev. Love you guys. Peace out. Love you.